Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Beautiful Masterpiece. Happy Tuesday, everyone. So today I wanted to kind of talk about uh, love and how I am a diamond in the rough when it comes to the L-O-V-E word and relationships. So I wanted to share a lesson that I learned over the weekend. Um, I spoke to my brother and, you know, we were having a conversation and um, he said, you know, he was just sharing the journey that he was going through in his personal relationship. And then it hit me how much we are so much alike. How sometimes when things are not perfect in our relationship ship and there's drama and there's a little things going on, we start to say, I don't give a damn if you leave. Um, I'll be good. I know how to be by myself. And I know that that's my life anthem. Um, sometimes we sabotage. Uh, and I know, and I'm speaking for myself, that I've sabotaged the relationship that I kind of had with Lloyd. Like, we had difficulties, um, but sometimes I would just step away because I feared uh, eventually he's going to reject me. And so I needed to step away or I wouldn't, like a guy would try to talk to me and I would just immediately say, well, you know what? He's going to see all my flaws and all my faults and I won't fit in. So I backed away and I'm telling you when I say that all of my emotional walls went up, every bit of my emotional walls went up. And one of the reasons my emotional walls went up is because sometimes we, we feel, we fear love. Right. And I can admit that, that as much as I want to be in love and in a relationship, um, love takes a major work. Right. Being in love and loving someone means that it's the highest level of understanding, not only the person that you love, but oneself, because in order to love, you have to love yourself. I believe that a lot of times we think we're in love and we like people and we care about people, but we really are in some hot mess. You know what I'm saying? We really are hot messes and we ain't ready for relationship relationships. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times because we need to fix ourselves, right? I have barriers and my barriers are high, y'all. Okay, my barriers are high because I've been hurt. And you know, uh, as my girl Tasha Mack <laughs> would say on the game, emotional walls, y'all. Emotional walls. <laughs> you know, so I have those emotional walls. And I realize that if I want a king, I have to be the queen of letting shit go and loving freely. So things, the things that I desire, I can allow to enter. I think we block ourselves. We really do. So, you know, one of the things that I share is that I hang around a lot of people who are married couples. I think I am the only single person in the bunch. And all of my, you know, friends are married, right? Um, a large amount of them are married and been married, not only just married, but married for years. 
like years, years. And I say to myself, man, they got it together. And I just was one day sitting back and I had a couple of friends who are wives and, and some of my friends are males who will have, who are husbands and they were complaining. I was scratching my head like, what are y'all complaining about? He, he is there. He is. And then she said, um, you don't ever want, and one of my friends said, you don't ever want to be married. And that is like a big dream for me to be a wife, um, it is really something I've wanted since I was six years old. I had the Cinderella dreams. I read the book and Cinderella put a, a plan. I was like, I'm going to be the best wife in the world. And when that dream did not come true as of yet, it kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. And so, and a lot of friends have said, you don't want to be married. But the truth is I do. Uh, I really do. I want the experience. I want a life partner um, who... We are, are by one another's side, that we are each other's friends, you know, and we can connect to one another. And sometimes we don't get that. And I promise you, we don't get that. We don't get that we are friends. Um, and sometimes people tell you, listen, you don't want to get married and you got to go by what you want. But one of the things that I've learned is that we can love somebody, and I heard this from Jada Pickett Smith, and I had said this a while ago, that sometimes we love people, but we really don't know how to nurture and care for them. And and I, and I say that because um, when I was with Lloyd, I loved him, and I still love him, but I don't think I know how to care for him. And I can openly admit to that. What he required of me, I could not fulfill. I can love him. I respect him as a man. Um, I even accept his flaws. But when it comes to being there for him the way he wants, I can't do it. And there's a number of reasons. I, I have a career. I'm a mom. I take care of a son that's chronically ill. I have a big family. I'm always on the go. I'm always working because I'm trying to still figure me out. And, and and you can't give something to a man um, that you love when you're still trying to figure you out. Like, if you don't understand yourself, how can you come in a relationship already and like, yeah, girl, I'm going to be with old boy and give him, the, give him the best that I got. And my best may not be good enough. And, and, and I know that somebody will say, well, girl, you're being too hard on yourself. But I think that relationships are a give and take. And even on some side of him, he can't give me what I need because he's incarcerated. And that's real talk. I know that there are women designed to be ride or die chicks, right? And I love and I respect them because they ride. You know, they're going to visits and they're bringing packages and doing whatever and being the, the most committed girlfriends and wives and I have the highest respect for them but I also think that um, there's a lack in that relationship and I and, and I'm just speaking for for some women who have I've, I've spoken to who say you know it, it does get lonely it does get hard because when you're at a distance 
there's some loneliness in there that you can't, he can't fulfill. He could call, you could call that person for 30 minutes. Um, he could write letters, but that gap, there's still a gap. And that was the biggest gap for me. I was already naturally a loner. So to be in a relationship with someone who's incarcerated and at a distance um, and who has years, like it's not like he could, he could come home. You know, if you're, you're in a relationship with a soldier, right, a military man, then you know that in six months he's coming home. And those six months are hard, but there's some relief to those six months because you know that he's coming home. But when somebody's incarcerated, they have 12 and 15 and 20 years. <laughs> he got to ride that bed out and you got to ride. And, you know, and I know people get married to have conjugal visits and it just it, the reality was it's not for me. And And Lloyd has said it on so many occasions. You're not built for this life. And he was right. Because when you're naturally a loner and you naturally, um, because of the work I do, genuinely, I have to be alone. I have to write. I create. I, I do what graphic design. So a lot of my work is dedicated to the computer. Um, a lot of my work requires hours of concentration and time. So you can't really get into a relationship and say, bad, you know. I just, I'm feeling the pressure of work because, you know, you get that call and you get that one call a day, but you really need more. And I'm the person that needed more. And though I'm not in a relationship now, it's because of a couple of reasons, even though Lloyd thinks that I'm with like 42 guys. <laughs> the reality is, is that I had to realize something. I can't properly love him. Because I've fallen out of love with myself. And I can admit that. A lot of people can't admit that. And that's why they still broke, lonely, angry, and horny. No matter how good they look. No matter how well they seem to be put together. There's some part of them that has fallen out of love with themselves. And I can admit that. So I had to check myself. Because being with Lloyd, I was so out of sync with me. It had nothing to do with him. Sometimes our relationships fail because it absolutely has nothing to do with him. I'm not saying dude ain't have no drama and trauma in my life that I would be lying. Um, but the bulk of it, the bulk, bulk of it was me being out of love with myself. And I would say to him, listen, I'm just really not in a good place. I don't think this is going to work because I need to heal me. I got a lot of emotional walls up. And one of those is, is that I waited for people um, a lot of times. Waited for a lot of, for my mother to say, when I get my life together, I'm going to be there for you. And and that's that, no matter how much we try to push the past and people say, forget the past, the past helps you deal with the future and the present. Um, and I believe that because if you understand where your underlining problems come from, then you can confront your present and you can deal with your future, right? Your future becomes brighter because you can now say, listen, in the past, I've had people say, when I get my stuff together, when I get my life in order, you know what, Tamara, I'm arrived for you. Tamara, I got you when I get together, but right now I'm not together. And I don't know when I'm going to get together. But if you wait and be patient, I'm going to be there for you. So it became a stigma for me. 
And so when the situation happened again, um, and Lloyd went and he was like, man, I sure can't wait till I get out. It put a bad taste in my mouth and it had nothing to do really, again, it had nothing to do with him, it had to do with the situation and stop pretty. But then I had to come to myself and realize, Tamara, you have fallen out of love with him because you're not in love with yourself. You love him, but you're not in love with him right now because you need to fix you. You're not even cool with you right now. You don't like the way you look. You don't like the way. And so when you're getting in repair, you got to you gotta deal with your truth. And it may not be pretty. Sometimes we point the fingers at our man. And in some cases, if, you have, if you're dating a woman, whomever you're in a relationship with, you're pointing your fingers at them. And it's really about you. Right? And that's when you realize that I'm a diamond in a rough when it comes to relationships because I have not healed me. If I'm not feeling good inside and I'm not, and I, you can look good on the outside. And, you know, and I had this conversation with before. You can look as good as hell on the outside and you can fix the outside. I, I just believe that you get new teeth, you get new hair, you can get everything new and make it look like you're feeling good. But if you jacked up inside, that takes months and years and years of repair. And so many people look good on the exterior that they jacked up and they ugly inside. And um, one of the things that I've also realized is that loving him was always on the surface. And I'm quick to be, I'm quick to jet, right? Because I, I don't, I'm just not good like that, right? So often I sabotage the relationship between me and Lloyd because it came from my past relationship. It was not a steady relationship, you know. And, you know, recently, you know, you know, my kids said, well, you act like there was never no love. There was, but it was so young and so fresh. We were, we were beginners in it. And when you're in the beginning of a relationship, there's so many faults and so many scars. And just as much as there may have been love, there were scars, there was bruises and bumps, and we had to be real with ourselves and say, you know what, this didn't work out the way I wanted to. And I had to say that. I had to say, you know what, it left a lot of emotional scars and I, and on both of us. It left so many scars that when it came to coming into a new relationship, especially for me, I can't speak for him, but for me, I treated him different. I treated Lloyd differently because I can't, now, mm-mm, yep, he gonna leave me. Yep, he gonna cheat on me. Yep, he gonna do this. Yep, 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 he's gonna do all of these negative things. And it was my mind filled because here's the thing. Sometimes when, even though you love someone, that love ground can be a battlefield versus the playground of happiness and joy. And if you're in a battlefield of confusion of, I don't know, and you don't trust them and your insecurities are weighing in, it affects the relationship. Um, you know, one of the things that I also realized is that a lot of times we want to be the boss, right? We want to be the one that controls everything because, again, it's all about fear. And if I control him in a way of saying, listen, I hold the cards. So if I want to leave you at any given time, I will. And sometimes we play the hand and we, we might win the first three, four, five times. But in the end. We lose. Because we missed out 
on really loving and really having a good time. And one of the things I used to tell people is, honey, I'm good at covering up with a smile and saying I'm good. And I could miss that person and I could love. And even with Lloyd, I mean, I just at some point, a lot of times um, I miss our conversations and I miss those things. But there was a lot of things that needed to be fixed and it needed and it had to do with me. You know, um, you know, just thinking one, I needed to be with somebody. Well, you know, he's in a relationship and he would you know, paint this glorious picture of saying Tamara, well, you know, it's dudes out there in the streets. And then I was like, oh, he's telling me I'm not good enough for anybody outside. Because our thinking sometimes becomes thinking <laughs> when someone is saying, listen, I'm not that bad. But for me, I had to protect me. So I was like, listen, he telling me. And one day, I mean, we just had a really big blowout. Like, you're telling me I'm no good for it, that every guy that I meet is going to man. He was like, I'm not saying that, but it seemed to me that he did. Um, and then, you know, being plus size uh, for me, again, I can't speak for anyone else, but I'm hoping that, you know, by sharing my personal journey, I can help someone. But even with me dealing with that, I was quick to disconnect. I would disconnect and I would be like, OK, cool. Well, listen, I got work to do. Nice to meet you, but I got work to do. Nice to talk to you, but uh, no, I'm just not going to pay you no mind. I'm going to block you on Facebook because I didn't want to get my heart broken. And we, or I, I, just, I, I have to protect myself. So sometimes we are a diamond in the rough. And I realized that through my brother because he would share, you know, my brother has this great memory. And as he was sharing different things, I realized that was my roadblocks and it was his too. He was like, I'm tired of, you know, we were sharing and, and I'm like, you know what? I was telling my brother, I was like, yo, this makes a lot of sense because we, even men fear getting hurt. We all do. It's nothing pretty about being hurt and disappointed and, and let down or feeling good, not good enough. That is a terrible feeling. You know, and a lot of times we want to be in love unconditionally. But in another breath, our pride and past disappointments won't allow it. We just be like, you know what? Damn, I love him. But right now, I can't care for him the way I need to. And I can't love him the way I want to. Because I do believe there's different levels of love. Right? I do believe that. I think that there's a level that you love that person Especially when you build a relationship um, with them over time and it became friends. And so you may love him, but now you're, you're, you're still, you out, sometimes you can outgrow people. So I love you, but I've outgrown you. I love you, but we're not seeing eye to eye on things. So we're bumping heads. I know so many people who stay in relationships for convenience because they don't know how to date. And they don't want to go and they don't want, they know what their friend's been through. And they like, I'd rather deal with he because dealing with that other crap that I dealt with, baby, that sucked to death. So guys, I say that to you because we have to be real with ourselves. And sometimes disappointment uh, can break us. 
and we don't even realize it. We think we're still dealing with it, but it can leave you, lead you into the blah life, which is broke, lonely, angry, and horny because you're not even willing to give it a chance. And you're not even really willing to correct yourself or deal with your real ish because we get into the habit of saying, well, it's his fault or her fault. It's it's because he ain't love me enough and he didn't give me what I needed. Which brings me to my final point as I close out this um, podcast. Sometimes we want people to fulfill us. We we hire guys that we love. And I know I did that with Lloyd. And um, I hired him. And I know that sounds awful. But I hired him and chose him. Um, because I thought he was like one of the greatest men that I had ever met in my life. But... In another breath, I just knew that he was going to heal the things broken by my family, my ex, and even myself. I felt like, yo, he's going to fix this. He's going to fix this. Real, real talk. I thought he was the healer. And I was like, finally, he's going to rescue me. He's going to fix what ails me. He's going to help me repair and when that didn't happen as my fantasy, <laughs> um, my fantasy came, um, I, I, it, it disappointed me. And I know it devastated me. And it changed the tone of the relationship. He once said that I didn't love him the way I used to in the beginning. And it was the truth. Um, I still loved him, but I didn't love him like I was in the beginning. Because, again... As soon as that hurt set in and that reality set in, that he wasn't the, the fixer, Mr. Fixer Upper, honey, he didn't wipe. He wasn't like um, Charmin and he couldn't soak up my mess. Honey, Tamara was like, you know what? I'm not going to love him like I used to. I like him, but I'm not going to love him like I used to. Actually, I'm not going to even care like I used to, because if I care like I used to, Mm-mm. not giving him the room to damage me because it did it, it devastated me uh he went back to jail he said listen I'm never going back to jail he went back to jail it, it was disappointment and disappointment and disappointment and when that disappointment sets you you become less for, uh, you become forgiving less forgiving you stop loving the way you used to so I had to realize that number one He's not my healer. And, and that, that, that took a lot of, that took a lot of self-reflection that he can't heal me. Um, he's not in my relationship to be hired. And, and you notice when I said hired, meaning I, I, I said, yeah, I'm okay. Well, he talking good. He he looking right. Cause Lloyd is a handsome man. And I said, oh, so yeah, he going to fix me. And it didn't happen the way I wanted it. And so I was like, mm, I'm out. <laughs> he didn't even know it. But I was out way before I even said I was out. Because we get we get tired of being hurt. But we also got to realize that you can't hire somebody to do your work. And when I say, and I'm not talking about like a sex labor, nothing like that. But I'm really talking about the eternal work. I'm talking about loving you so well. That you forget. You forget 
that that comes from you and that has to be your job and that's your responsibility and that's your work. And if you're not willing to do the work, it's always going to mess up your relationships. If you're not willing to get to the nitty gritty of your deep reasons on why your relationships are not working, that's your fault, boo-boo. And I realized that I had to trust the process. I have to change. I realized that, yes, love is hard work simply by naturally and unconditionally loving yourself. That means that that's a major acceptance. And that means that's cleaning up years and years and years of ish that you, you know, put inside of you, which is negative thinking, stinking thinking, uh, fear and, and all of the stuff that goes into who we are. And I realized that I had to learn, realize that if I wanted to reach the highest elevation of love, I had to do it without fear. I had to really trust the process and really trust it. Um, I do believe that one day I will find my king. I believe that everyone that is listening today will find their king or queen, whomever you choose to love. But we all are a diamond in a rough when it comes to love. And it is an, it is an everyday process of growth. Every day you're growing. So guys, thank you so much for listening today. I know I kind of went long, but I wanted to because we all are still trying to discover ourselves. We all are trying to discover what love is. I know I am. Um, And I want y'all not to forget how important it is to love yourself first. To really cherish yourself and break some of the chains, emotional chains, that have incarcerated us um, from loving the way we are supposed to love. And in return, accepting the love that we deserve. Because sometimes we tell it love no because we really don't trust it. And so guys, thank you again for listening. Follow me on Instagram at TamLovesToWrite39. Follow me on Instagram, I mean, I'm sorry, Twitter. At Tam Loves to Write and follow me on Facebook. Tam Loves to Write as well. Guys, let's stay happy. Let's stay connected. Um, follow me on my website and be sure to subscribe, 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 subscribe. Um, if you mention that you subscribed on Anchor, um, I will be giving away some t-shirts. So I'm going to be printing up some t-shirts and giving away t-shirts that I personally designed. Um, and I'm not going to tell you what they are or what the sayings are, but it is really just celebrating you. It's not about me. So guys, follow me at www.tamlovestowrite.com. Also, um, be kind to one another. Support my friend, D'Artania A. Williams. He is an up-and-coming author. He's an amazing crime fiction writer. You can follow him on Instagram at D'Artania Senior, as well as purchase a copy of Almesa. Almesa in Swahili means diamond. And it is, um, like I said, a crime fiction novel. And it's Almesa, a.k.a. Glock Mommy. You can find it on, on Instagram, I'm sorry, on Amazon. Go and purchase your copy today. Number one, be kind to you. Be kind to others. Number two, go and support a local business. Number three, give love. This is so important today that we just learn to love from a place bigger than us. Because sometimes we love people because they love us and they give us things and they do the right things. But what happens when those things change? Do you still love the same? So, guys, thank you for listening and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.